I, I, wow. We smoking. Oh. Run the show. You know, we're not smoking out of anybody. This will all be edited out of the podcast. No, it will not. It will Jesus. not be Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Southreach706. This is KTSD app at 28. We have our usual host, uh, Savage Mode, AC3 Savage. He's, I don't know, I don't know if he has COVID or chlamydia or something like that, but he's, he's under the weather. And then we have uh, Marcus Simples as well. What's going on, guys? Uh, <laughs> I do not have chlamydia. I will say that. I can definitely say that. And I do not have COVID either no disrespect to COVID because I don't want it but I don't have you so <clears throat> shit I'm on quarantine yeah, everything has been uh everything is everything like Lauren Hill said my way so I came on the on the Twitter timeline I said I was coming with that fire tonight so I just want to let you know listen up you fat goofy Theodore Chipmunk looking bitch aka under uh, I just want to get this off my chest. First off, you've been hating on me since day one, uh, like day one. Any girl that I associated with, you always wanted. I mean, I don't know if I should show you my dick so you can jack it or okay. That's what he's been doing. Let's just keep it real. This nigga got kicked out of the military because he's overweight and sloppy, big fat ass nigga, short ass bitch. You failed the F cat, you were in intensive reading. Nigga, you, I mean, what, what more can you ask for? Nigga, you have no swagger at all. You call me for everything that you want as far as clothes, shoes, hoes, anything, cars, all that. When you had your fake-ass invention that you thought was going to make millions of dollars, you couldn't even get a patent because you're so fucking stupid. Um, you let your niggas, you let your niggas get you. Uh, with okay, a no way. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. You said niggas put it in your mouth because you're a baby. You was Hold a faggot back you in the day. Uh, no, 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 no. You was a faggot back in the day. You hung Hold out with people. Hey, mate, uh, chill, 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 chill. 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 Every oh, step man. of the way you've been hating on me. No, baby, no, bro. come on, no, you sat there, you no, asked me. No, you to talk to no, no, no. I tried to keep it real with you. No, 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 no. to me out from my friends. I mean, what kind of what kind of nigga is you what is i let you start when i saw you at one of these when i could what are we doing what are we doing right now i could have clapped your ass yeah. up and all i gotta <laughs> say is if i ever see you in my town because i know you're now but hey, okay. hey, 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 chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out, chill it's on stop. from day one. I'm gonna put bullet holes in that stop. red charge from day one. Stop. 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 I'm not wanting to pull it no more. That, that playing shit is over. Like I want some hands from day one. All that shit for everything that you've ever done to me. I I want all the smoke. Thank you. Start the motherfucking show. <laughs> God, man. And you know what, what else we promoted this week? There we go. If you listen to this podcast, DM me the person that I'm talking about, and I got you $100 coming on Christmas Eve just to let you know that you watch this podcast. And you know what? If you tell him directly and screenshot me the message, I'll double it to 200 We're going to keep it real here. Let him listen to it. 
So it looks like uh, this man is having big Gucci man versus Jeezy energy. Um, oh my I don't even know where to start. I Again, the views of Adolphus Savage Mode do not reflect the views of South Bree 706. I, you know what? What I would say is I feel like you guys should have a talk. No, nah, it, it ain't no time. Maybe, maybe we should have a mediation. It, Just like with Gucci Man and Jeezy, you nope. know, there were some issues, but I think that as a we had black a talk community, the first time, thanks to you, we had a talk we, the first we, time. We, I should have talked to the community. The strength of you, I reconciled with this dude, and I should have been, I should have been a hundred the whole way. I should have been on his ass from day one. Like I said, you let a nigga put a, a twenty-two. I don't how you not always happy? You still ain't strapped. Like, well, <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Get you a nine or a little three eight or something. Uh, oh, I, I, wow. We smoking. Oh. Run oh. <laughs> you know, we're not smoking out of anybody. This will all be edited out of the podcast. No, it will not. It will Jesus. not be edited out. Jeez, Louise. Jeez, oh, my Lord. Um, wow. I didn't know this is what we were starting off with. I, I didn't did. know that. I didn't know this was the kind of energy we were coming off with. I didn't know where this came from. Like, wow, 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 wow. But uh, yeah, I don't. I do not have chlamydia, so let's go from there. Anywho, so <laughs> everybody this week uh, has been kind of flexing on the timeline, showing everybody what their most listened to albums were at the wrap ups with their. Uh, associated DSPs or down what digital streaming platform. And I would like for the record for all the propaganda and all the lies against me for being an alleged Kanye West stand to stop right now. Because according to my most listened to title 2020 wrap up, uh, Adolphus, Mr. Savage, he is spreading the propaganda that I'm a Kanye West stand. And I have been saying on this podcast that I rarely, if ever, listen to Kanye West. I enjoy Kanye West. He's probably one of my favorite artists, but that doesn't mean I have to consume him to the point of stanhood, right? So if we go to my title wrap-up, I'm trying to find the picture right now. Screenshot. Damn. What what were y'all's wrap-ups? I'm going to find this shit real quick. Well, I was going to ask for... For this wrap up thing, say um, whatever artist is in your like top five or top ten, does that automatically make you a stand for them? Is that just like that's just across the board? Like these are the top five artists you listen to. Listen to like I like I said in the group chat, mine's gonna be skewed because I do work for Uber, so some of the stuff that's on it is not like a representation for what I actually listen to, but. I have the I have the same thing also just it well it, it wasn't in my top um artist, but if you look on like my uh because on Apple Music they will give you your top one hundred songs that you listen to the most in the last year. And a couple of the songs are like, you know, Baby Shark and uh oh, you're a savage. No, I got kids. But that's what I'm saying. Like I have some things like that, like you know soundtracks from Moana and sing and stuff like that. So there's there's certain like random songs. I'm like, yeah, those are songs my kids listen to. So so I get that. But like, as far as uh, most uh, streamed individual artists goes, I mean, my list is probably the least surprising list out of anybody who's ever listened to this podcast. Like I've 
gone over who is on my Mount Rushmore, Stevie Wonder, Kanye West, Beyonce, and Prince. Like, all four of those artists are my top four. And Jay-Z is, in my opinion, the greatest rapper ever. And he is in my top five also. So Stevie, Kanye, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Prince. Like, pretty basic stuff there. No surprises. I'm actually almost afraid to drop my list because I know that snake ass nigga probably don't okay. okay. so, But <laughs> you know, just to kind of let you know, it's Usher and Drake are one and two. But like I said, that's because working for Uber, I try to play music that's friendly for black people or simp music, something that would definitely. Jesus Christ, people. man. So outside of that, you got Gucci Man, Yo Gotti, The Dream, Project Pat. Travis Scott, Rick Ross, 21 Savage. So those are pretty much Travis, that's amongst what I listen to. Travis Scott is a is it is a personal one or is that an Uber one? Mm-hmm. I hope it's Travis Scott. Uh, I I really like that um Astro World album. So hmm. I would that I was I would I was kind of surprised by the, the Travis Scott one. Like I like Travis Scott, but I wouldn't have yeah. based off based off of everything else on your list. Well, nah, because Travis Scott does have a Southern sound and sound, so like it makes sense. With my title hashtag title twenty twenty rewind, my top artists were drum roll please, Prince, <laughs> Prince, Lil Uzi Vert, Anderson Peck, Drake, and Jay Z. Now <clears throat> the crazy thing is, is that the the numbers have to be like very skewed, I guess, because. My top songs are I Hate You, which is Prince, Gold, which is Prince, Shh, which is Prince, Scandal, okay, so I, I see is what Prince, you're doing. <laughs> and For My Love, which is also Prince. So my top artist is Prince, but then all of my top songs are also Prince songs. But I have four other artists. So I feel like whatever the next song I played the next 10 times probably automatically charted as my other four artists. But yeah, it was. It's I listen to Prince like every single day. Drake being in your top five is surprising to me. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. So I think the numbers are skewed. And then, like, every like, three of these songs are off one Prince album, The Golden Experience. I Hate You, Golden, Shh. And then Scandalous is off the Batman soundtrack. And then you're well, my I remember earlier in the year, you were really pushing The Golden Experience and the Batman album. So it does make yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, I got a Prince playlist, and I, I run those songs quite, quite a bit. But now, mine, yeah. as far as my top songs, I got. Yo Gotti Trapped, Lil Boosie, Everything on B.I., Yo Gotti Untrapped, uh, On One, Gucci Mane and Rich Boy, Door Swinging, 2 Chains, Many Men, 21 Savage, Tootsie Slide, Butterfly Effect, Travis Scott, and God's Plan. The Tootsie Slide, wow. And and Toxic, I love that song. I'm pretty sure Tootsie Slide was in my top 10 songs played all year, because I... I said it when that song came out. I was like, this should be the song of the summer or the song of the year. Cause I, I thought that song was gonna do things. I love that. I think that's that's I think that's the best outside of uh the song he did off of uh DJ Khaled's album. I thought Tusi Slab was his best song from 2020. I agree. Yeah, so I guess I guess my goal that I'm gonna set for the podcast or for myself for next year is to try to have a female artist in my top five going into next year. And one does it, that I, does it tell you how many different artists you listen to? And I see titles a little behind the eight ball with that. Like they're they're starting to get together, but they're you know 
you know, they're they're being. Mine, mine says seven hundred and fifty-five, which I, I see people it doesn't with, make sense to me. Yeah, like, six ninety-two. No, no, no. Well, seven hundred seventy-seven hours, six hundred ninety-two artists. Because I have a I have a Prince playlist, right? And if you when you go down to the bottom, it'll say like you know what artist is in there. And at the bottom, it says, like, it'll have Prince, and then it'll have Prince and the Revolution. So that counts as two different artists. So I think there's a lot yeah, of that kind of stuff for, Like, the on. engineers, the guitarists, the keyboardists. Like, because there's, no, like, I saw people like, oh, yeah, on Spotify with, like, a thousand different artists. Like, bro, let's stop. You're not, you don't know a thousand artists. You don't know 50 artists. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but the only woman that I have in my top 100 is actually Rihanna Work. I play that 23 times. <laughs> See, it doesn't show, but okay, so let's go. My, my top five songs I said were the I Hate You Go, Shh, Scandalous, You're My Love. After that is Come, which is another Prince song. After that is Got a Broken Heart Again, which is another Prince song. Let It Go, another Prince song. Uh, P2 Little Uzi Vert. And this is where I think the list just randomized because the box is on there after that. And I never listened to that song. Everybody listened to that song. Well, but after that is more songs I did listen to. Food Sauce Shuffle, Life is Good Remix, Only Because of Futures Park, Part, The Ballad of Dorothy Parker, and then some Freddie Gibbs, some rap about Babies and Fools, Freebird, Leonard Skinner, November Rain, Guns N' Roses, another Prince song, Head, Prince, Why You Want to Treat Me So Bad. You know, it's, pretty much, it's pretty much Prince and Little Uzi Vert and just other random artists. Oh, Kodak Black so made like 20. So, so basically, what we what we've learned today is that South Breeze is not the kind of stand that I am, and I am not the Prince stand South Breeze is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, even though Prince is in my top five, though. But I will say I'm kind of shocked. I actually do have "It Was a Good Day" by Ice Cube in my top 100. So I, I mix in some old school. I got a what is this? Of course, Red Bone. Um, I need a hot girl. Oh, wow. I got footsteps in the dark too, so I'm I'm kind of all over the place, but I keep it really southern with mine. The other woman that's in mind is Nicki Minaj's "Truffle Butter," and that's because I You're actually discovered that song this year. So I fell in love. Oh with wow, it. that's it's oh, a great song. It is a good song. Oh sure. Yeah. Shout out to Nicki Minaj, but yeah, so kind of a good pivot with Nicki Minaj and female artists. I guess my goal was to have a female artist pop up in my top five next year. And I'll probably lean towards, depending on how much music they put out this year, uh, probably be, I'd probably shoot for Young Baby Tate and uh, Flo Millie. And Young Baby Tate just released a, I guess the EP, it wasn't a full album, it was like shit, six or seven songs maybe. Uh, it was like 20 something minutes, but it was uh, Young Baby Tate After the Rain. If you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend it. Uh, as soon as I heard the snippet for Rainbow Cadillacs, I was sold. Like that shit, that shit is hard. And she got a song in there with Flo Millie. Not gonna lie, I I wasn't impressed with that song, um, <clears throat> but I think uh, Young Baby Tate definitely held it down like she usually does. She's extremely talented, very confident. She makes great music. She can sing. She can rap. She can produce. I don't think she did too much. Is of the she production producing? That? She's, she's producing on that album. Not this one, but she she has before, like her older album. Oh. So I, I would probably look at her more talent wise more of like uh, the Missy type, if that makes sense. Yeah. As far as what she can do as an artist. So if you're definitely looking for something out here, um, unlike uh, your man's, uh, I think what Moses, Aaron Moses, who is hating on uh, Meg Thee Stallion, if you're looking for like a different diverse type of talent, uh, definitely check out Young Baby Tate. She, she can literally do it all. 
and she's she's great at what she does. Under Apple Music, she's is her album is listed as R and B, which is kind of well. Yeah, she, I mean, I, I, I she's not rapping and singing, but there, like, there's gotta we gotta we gotta figure out a different different genre for rappers that sing and singers that rap because like if her album is an R&B album then like 808s and Heartbreaks is, a, is an R&B album she, it, it, I thought she was doing more rapping than singing honestly yeah she, I, she came out and said she didn't want to rap no more but I mean she's a rapper so I mean, she's a good singer though she's she's, yeah, yeah, she she's good, good enough she's good enough to to move some units out here as far as being a singer singer goes but do they have like the the albums that you listen to the most this year, and I think I'm looking at this yeah. list, and I'm get well. It can't it can't be just albums that came out this year because did all these come out this year? Did uh, yeah, I think all these came out this. No, Royce's album came out last year. So so the, the top albums for me for 2020 were of course the Gold Experience, Prince, the Batman soundtracks, Take, Lil Uzi Vert, uh, Alfredo. Malibu and Darkling. How did Darkling demo tapes make it in there? According to, and this is this is kind of like the confusing part because like it it's saying that I listened to four four hundred and ninety seven albums this year, which I do not think that's the case. Well, you know what? It could be the case because if you go by playlist, the songs come from separate okay. albums. So so maybe that that is the case. But uh, if you look at my top five with Stevie. Kanye, Prince, Jay-Z, and Beyonce, none of their albums are in my top 10 most albums listened to. Like, number one was uh, Snow Allegra's album. Number two was her. Number three is Knowledge. Four, Lucky Day. Five, Detroit. Two, uh, six, Amusing Her Feelings. Seven, Funeral by Lil Wayne. Uh, the Allegory by Royce, It Is What It Is by Thundercat, and Eternal Take by Lil Uzi Vert. And none of those artists are in my top, like, 10 most listened to artists, but their albums are the ones I listen to the most. I got Savage Mode 2, Astro World, Untrapped, Bankroll Fresh, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, Goat Talk, Mr. Don't Play, 1990 Quad, Getty Green, and an album that I won't reveal. Oh yeah, I, well, I, you know what? I, it's probably like twelve players or something. Nah. Nah, actually, I mean, R. Kelly makes my list of the artists, but he's like at the bottom. I only listen to him for eight hours, and that's because I had a run on "Trapped in the Closet." You know, yeah, that'll do it. niggas like "Trapped in the Closet." Yeah, my God, man, it's gonna be. Oh, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's my goal for next year because Jif and Tribbles came from my neck at some point this year talking about I hate women artists. I'm like, I listen to more women artists. I know the Jif, probably not Tribbles, but definitely more than Jif. So like, she went on the flow Millie wave, and she's kind of like the hottest thing out right now. So uh, like, hopefully Chan checked her out as well at some point. But yeah, flow Millie. Like I, I think that's probably. <clears throat> Probably one of my more. I'm surprised I didn't make the my top. Maybe I didn't run as much as I thought. Like I ran the Alfredo quite a bit, but it was only really for Alfredo, like the end of the album. The beginning of it is straight, but the, the end of that album is really cool. So, as far as the tracks, like I think that that verse on uh, something to rap about. I'm sorry, 
Yeah, no, yeah, Tyler Crater. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is, yeah. <clears throat> I, that's one of my favorite verses of the year, like low key. Like Tyler's not for everybody, but that man be spitting. He's got an extremely unique voice. He be throwing some like low key wild shit on there. I was like, oh, like yeah. you gotta, yeah. <laughs> listen, hey, listen to the stuff he does with Griselda, man. I'm like, Griselda is this hard ass like rapping group, and he's throwing the stuff that he's throwing in there. And I'm like, it works though. <laughs> That man said, I keep my circles tight like tops. I was like, yo. I was like, this dude. It made sense. I said, all right, PTs, because these motherfuckers is dead to me. I was like, all right, Tyler out here spitting. Like, I, I respect that. I like I like his flow on that on that track. So if you haven't listened to Alfredo, definitely check that out. I, I got an Alfredo shirt. It's pretty Grammy cool. nominated. Yes. Yes. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, I know I'll be listening to uh, Mariah Carey a lot. As we head into the holiday season, so I will not. I'm not. I feel like that's just one of those things now where it's like a societal, cultural thing. Like, oh, it's the day after Thanksgiving. Let's listen to Mariah Carey. Like, I, I, I a really good Christmas album. Her and Kenny G. Those are classics. And the Temptations. Kenny G. I don't like Kenny G. Nonstop on Friday. I don't like the Kenny G. Christmas. Okay, you know what. I do the temptation. Like, yeah, I, I was about to say it's, it, oh, you can't put it over the temptations album. Christmas. Yeah, I, don't, I honestly don't think I've ever listened to Mariah Carey's Christmas album. Now that I think about it, I might run it. Now she say it, but I mean, I'm not. I, I listened to one song from Mariah Carey. Women were right about you. You're sexist when it comes to music. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. And, and, well, speaking of Mariah Carey, she's like one artist that I like that I have literally never listened to like one time on title. Like not one. I have not one Mariah Carey song saved anywhere on title. But she's I don't great. I do either, but that's because I kind of know the songs I like. I just need to, I need to add her up. Like there's a couple of songs she got like the uh the breakdown with the bone thugs. It's a really cool yeah. song. Um, and the uh song with old dirty bastard. Yeah, yeah, fantasy. Yeah, that shit is fire too. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna probably make a playlist. I just gotta kind of try to play that type of stuff. I I actually for the people that actually posted the rap, but what I should have done, I, I guess I just thought about it was like when a new album comes out and people are like oh this is mid this is trash i don't like it i wish i would have saved those tweets and waited till they posted their wrap-ups to see like how often they actually listen to it because i feel like some people would just be just be capping on the timeline for re retweets because saying certain negative things about a certain artist is will get you some traction and you know it's just kind of it's just i think it's weird to get on twitter and say like oh i don't like this album this album's not that good but then Apple Music is telling you that you listened to this album for eight hours in the past year, which is a lot. When you, it doesn't seem like a lot, but listening to one album for eight that's hours a full day. that's, that's yeah. a full days of work. Listening to one album that's crazy. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. So I I just I, I think a lot of people are just saying things for for retweets. Like you know, you say things about Drake's songs or his albums or his you know, singles or Megan Thee Stallion, but, you know, they end up in your top five and their songs are in your top ten. It's like, so do you not, do you like this artist or not? Like, what's really going on here? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make a note of that for next year. Just keep for sure. to that for that. Because this year, a lot of artists are dropping. I got, I feel it. Like, I, I told one of my homeboys, with this vaccine coming through, I think we're getting, we're getting this, I think this will be the first year, 2021 is going to be the first year we get a Drake, Kendrick, and Cole album out in the same year because I don't think they've ever done that before. All three of them. But yeah, that's that'll be that'll be cool to see, and and that's a good another pivot to something else we didn't really mention, but what's been going on the timeline is all these like 
And it kind of ties into what Marcus was saying as far as people capping on the timeline. There's been a lot of people I feel that are capping about the virus, the not the yeah, not the virus, the vaccine for the virus. So a report started the the vaccine should be done here soon. Uh, they're looking to prioritize it to like first responders, medical people, elderly people first, and then try to get out to the general public, which is going to take a little bit of time as far as getting distributed because that's a complex process with it having to be kept at a very cold temperature uh, for storage purposes. But like all these people on the timeline saying like, yo, I'm not going to take the vaccine. Oh, I'm not, I don't trust it. Yada, 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 yada. And I'm like, so do y'all not want to ever leave the house? I mean, I know a lot of people are doing it anyways, but like, do you want to not leave the house with fear of potentially killing other people, like old people or your family members or just generally being sick? Because it's cool if you personally don't want to take the take the uh, vaccine, but that's extremely selfish on your part. Because again, if most of the population is not vaccinated, stuff ain't going to change. We will still be sitting in the house. We're still not going to be going to football games or concerts or the things that we like to do like on a normal everyday basis. Because all of a sudden, people want to be conspiracy theorists. Mind you, 90% of these people saying this, listen to Future and do all the codeine and Percocets and Molly, but don't want to do something that's going to help them out, which I, I find extremely troubling. But yeah, there's a lot of people just trying to be anti-vax for, for clout, man. Like, y'all know if you have to take that vaccine, y'all do it, man. Like, stop. For sure. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot of, like pretty nasty foul things that we put into our bodies and do to our bodies on a regular basis. So, yeah. and and I, I did see a, a thread going on Twitter as far as like, you know, specifically black people having a, a distrust in like, you know, Western medicine and all that stuff. And, and, and there is, you know, justification for that there. You can look through history and be like, Hey, you know, uh, medicine hasn't been that great for black people throughout history. But if this is kind of like a worldwide thing, like everybody is taking it, like I saw a video of people in Australia having like an outdoor concert festival type thing because, well, they don't they don't have the vaccine. They just, you know, shut down and wore a mask and isolated and washed their hands and all that stuff like that. So they're pretty much back to normal. But if it's a mass like vaccine thing, I'm I'm taking it, you know, like because like I said, this is going to be one of those years where you're going to have to pick and choose who you want to see in concert this year. Cause I think every, everybody is going on tour 2021. Cardi B missed that first run. She was unable to go on that tour. Kendrick has been irrelevant for the last three to four years. Drake hasn't been on tour. He's got songs. J Cole, all these are Beyonce. If Beyonce wants to do something, 2021 is a good year to do it. Cause people are starving to go outside and go to these concerts. And I think Ticketmaster, they're saying that you have to show proof that you took the vaccine before you can buy a ticket. So that's what it takes, and that's what it takes. Like if I got a third arm, yeah. then and that's what it's going to be. Start scamming. <laughs> get these PDFs popping. Get this uh, this Photoshop. I'm gonna be scamming, scamming uh, vaccine receipts or whatever. But no, nah, that's that that is true. I mean, there is historical evidence to show like that black people should be skeptical, but like Marcus said, this isn't just a black people thing. This is a worldwide global pandemic. And, and it's crazy because I, I guarantee you if they were like, yo, we'll give you 10 racks to take the vaccine, a lot of you wrapped around the building like Xboxes and PlayStations and pop like, which is like, come on. Not even that. Like there's cats will take it for free, but 
I did see the idea floating around in order to get the next stimulus that you have to take the vaccine, which again, lines to be wrapped around a building like Popeye sandwiches and PlayStation and Xbox. It's like, the, I guess the, the the bottom line is stop lying on the timeline. It's it's very annoying. It's unbecoming. It's it's disgusting. So well, don't we don't we have an issue with like parents that don't vaccinate their kids? Like, what's the difference? Like you're sending your school, you're you can't send your kids to school unvaccinated. So what's the difference here? Like get the vaccine. Like I know I know Florida and Atlanta are totally different. They're just operating as if things are normal. But for the rest of the people who are trying to stay safe, like do you not want to get back to normal or do you want to just like, how long are you going to wait this out? Yeah. Well, I, it is kind of interesting. All these high level, you know, politicians and retired politicians are saying like, yo, we'll take the vaccine live on TV or whatever. But to me, that just, I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think that necessarily helps people take it seriously. Cause if you already have a distrust in politics and politicians, like unless you're going to watch them make the vaccine in the lab, live stream it, bring it to wherever they're going and then give it to them. Like nobody's going to actually know what you're giving these people. You know what I'm saying? Like that just, that would put more distrust in me if I was on the fence or like one of those crazy people. So I'm not certain think that's good. But the thing is though, if you're listening low key as, as black people, we, we don't have nothing to worry about. Um, according to uh, Lottie Dot on Twitter, and she says, as, and I quote, as black people, genetically, we are stronger, smarter than everyone else. We are more creative. On December 21st, our real DNA will be unlocked. And a majority of us will be able to do things we thought were fiction. Learn who you are as people. They want to make us average. So, again, if you want your uh, your third eye to open, you know, just wait till December 21st. And our, our real DNA will be unlocked. Um, when my real DNA is unlocked, the first thing I'm going to do is throw Dirk Cotter into the sun because he's the worst <laughs> offensive coordinator of all time. And then I'm going to use my new powers with my unlocked DNA to set fire to everybody in the front office of the Atlanta Falcons. That's what I'm going to do with my new power. Like, I wonder if it's like the X-Men, like, and maybe it's like the X-Men or My Hero Academia where we just get like, is it randomized? Can I pick? Can I like manifest it? Can I choose what powers I want on the 21st? Like, like, like I, that. Before I go to bed, it's like Christmas list, like, it's like that bad uh, Jamie Foxx movie that went on Netflix. I can't remember what it was called, but I actually watched it. You take a pill and you get a random superpower for like two minutes. That movie was awful. But yeah, it's probably going to be like that. Yeah, yeah. so definitely the 21st, just make sure you got your chakras aligned. You know what I'm saying? Get this new DNA unlocked for us. Unlock. Yes. White-skinned people, you only, you only get 50% of it. So it is what it is. Your parents should have made better decisions. So. <laughs> But yeah, we're, we're taking back over on the 21st. I found that I got a good chuckle out of that. But the movie is called that, Project that's... Project Power. Is what that movie's called. I wouldn't watch it, but I'm not going to. It's, yeah, it's not. I've been on a, a streak of watching bad movies lately, and I'm I don't know what's going on with my life right now. It's it's low key embarrassing. I mean, if you're like me, don't watch movies, then you won't watch bad movies. So well, I I don't know why, but like. For some for some reason, Netflix like was, they'll have like their like, they'll try to push or promote a certain movie, and I saw one is called Peppermint and it's starring Jennifer Gardner, and I was like, oh, Jennifer Gardner's making movies again because I hadn't seen her in anything a long time, and I was like, let me just see what this is, and it's from, 2018, and it's an action revenge movie, and it is exactly what you think it would be, and it was. 
not great. And I don't know why I finished it, but I did. And it's it's like uh, Taken mixed with Man on Fire, but starring a soccer mom. I I will pass. <laughs> I will pass and kick that one. But I, what, what I we, what gave we up on that. can talk about that is good TV is The Mandalorian. Hey. Um, yeah. Even though I, there was a tweet where a guy made a joke based on what Marcus said last week, that listen, go back and check that episode out. Pretty much like giving a synopsis of every episode with The Mandalorian. It was pretty funny. This dude had like a dog and like, it's like, yo, we need to do something for Baby Yoda. Let's go do this. All right. Help us out. Help us fight this threat. And then it's just like the same thing, rinse and repeat. But I did finally catch up. Uh, AC3 Savage was was hounding us because he watches it as soon as it comes out. And I'm just like, God damn, dog, like, let me breathe. I finally watched it. I do agree. I don't know. I don't want to spoil it uh, if you haven't watched it. But I do think this probably should have been the season finale. Um, I think in any other time period besides the pandemic, it would have been. But like right now, Disney Plus is kind of struggling. Like they're and I've been I've been clowning Disney Plus for forever. You thought there should have been a season finale? That should have been, yeah. That episode. No. You can't. I'd have been mad if that would have been an ending. I'm just I'm just saying, that's what I'm saying. And then you roll into next year. But because we have a pandemic, they've already announced that season three is like in the works already. Well they did they did that before season two even that's started. What I'm saying. <laughs> I think if it was a pandemic, they could kind of stretch this out. Because we were, me and Adolphus were talking about it. And it's like when you binge watch certain TV shows, I think the older shows, when you binge watch them, you kind of notice things. Like we were talking about The Blacklist. It seemed like a cool show, but like I, the episodes are extremely predictable. It's like the same script every single time. But I think the problem is, is that with those type of shows, they're meant to be watched every week. So after a week goes by, you don't quite notice those things. But when you watch episodes back to back to back to back, just like, yo, dog, like, I know what's going to happen. She's going to get beat up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the, it's the same type of deal. I think maybe with the Netflix shows that drop every single episode at once, like uh, Ozarks, I think, I think they kind of pace their episodes where you don't have that same repetitive feeling because they know people are going to binge watch them. So I think the formula is a bit different. But yeah, man, some of these shows... It's just like the same thing over and over again. Like the Mandalorian holds my attention, but the the the, the story is repetitive, and, and this would have been a great cliffhanger to roll into next next year. Like let it marinate. Like have a game in development. Like have some side content. Make a side series. Make a side movie. Do something. But they're going to keep pushing this product out, kind of like with the last uh, the last dance with uh, Michael Jordan. They could have milked the hell out of that. But because there's a pandemic, there's nothing else to do, nothing else to watch. No real content content with sports and whatnot. They had to push that out. It was still great, but I think if we'd have had, real, had more time to kind of talk about it and chop it up and let it marinate. I think it could have been even greater. So, But I think this week's episode is pretty good. I, I kind of feel like I know how uh, this is going to end, I guess, this season. There's, what, two more episodes, right, if they do eight? Yeah. Uh, my prediction is they're gonna run up on them cats, run up on uh, El Polo Loco. Um, they're gonna start taking L's, take L's, take L's, and then some Jedi's are gonna show up because he, when he was sitting on that damn stone for 62 hours while everybody's getting clapped around him, I feel like somebody sensed him and they're gonna come and save the day. And then he's gonna still be like, I want to stay at the Mandalorian. 
some keep going in circles. Well, that's that's potential outcome I think could happen. I, I think it's a little too early to, to say if uh, this would have been a good season finale just because we haven't seen uh, what the last two episodes are going to be. Because if, because like I said, the the previous episode is probably a top three episode like in the whole series altogether. And uh, then, I think the jail was better. The jail one was pretty good, but in, and then the previous episode, the one that just came out this week. That's probably in at least that might be in the top three also or in the top five or whatever. It's one of the better episodes of this entire series. So the last the last two episodes, the momentum has been going up like it's, the stakes have been getting ramped up and the episodes have been getting better. So if episode nine and ten are better than seven and eight, then you got to think that the season finale has to be like top tier, like television viewing experience. And I think that you can, and you can still leave it on some sort of cliffhanger. But I feel like they got momentum right now, and they're, the episodes are getting better. Like they're not just the same rinse and repeat; they're doing things differently. So I, I, I'm excited to see how it how it ends. But uh, I, I do agree with the whole um, not releasing every episode on your streaming service because things can get somewhat repetitive or you you may not notice things you don't have you don't have the time to think about it because like if they put out all 10 episodes of the mandalorian out the day episode one came out people would have watched it in two days and been done with it but this kind of gives you time to really digest the material and talk about it and you know do your fan theories and all these things so i it's annoying because you have a streaming service, so you don't have to deal with that. So you can just watch it all at one time. But I, I, I'm starting to understand the the value of not doing that. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's kind of one of those things where it, it creates time to talk or whatever. So they they do that with a lot of the, uh, <clears throat> the anime episodes. They release them like once a week, even though they release them like earlier in Japan, and then people will drop spoilers and shit like that. But I mean, it. Most of those stories are already complete through the manga anyway, so usually the people that are watching them usually don't read them, so they kind of that's their market. Like they're they're not going to read it, but they'll watch it. So, like when Dragon Ball Super was at its peak, like the app would literally shut down like it's Saturday night because so many people were trying to watch the episode. Like that's how much hype and buzz was built around those those drops. So that's that's one thing they could probably learn from. So. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be excited for this week's episode of The Mandalorian, so that'll be kind of cool. But uh, <laughs> if y'all y'all are if y'all are seeing this on YouTube, this man Adolf is like he about to die. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh, everything is love, man. Like, we need to, we need to make. Anyways, let's see. We, we got a couple more things. Uh, it was recently the the birth of Jay Z and the death of uh, Black Panthers leader Fred Hampton. Uh, I feel like it, my timeline is kind of funny because like I follow this one dude. Uh, we follow each other. He's a Esquire Montgomery. Uh, he's a lawyer out in New York, and I started following him because I heard him on the Combat Jack podcast. R.I.P. Combat Jack, and he uh he's real like super pro black like he he doesn't be with the nonsense and like it was funny because i knew he was gonna tweet something about uh jay-z's birthday like everybody was like oh jay-z is my idol a role model and all this jay-z stuff he's like 
just kind of like, oh, y'all need to start worrying about Jay-Z and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, damn, he's got a point, man. Like, I feel like sometimes as podcasters, Twitter people, we, we talk and joke about a lot of nonsense, but there's a lot of serious stuff going on in the world. But at, at times we got to kind of dial it back. Like, I kind of almost want to hit him up and be like, yo, what do you do for fun? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's testing the timeline. He probably, like, hangs out with his kid and stuff like that. But it's just like, yeah, he's... Like, his Abby is like a picture of Malcolm X with uh, Magneto's helmet on. So that kind of tells you where his mindset is at. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. he's a cool follow. He's, he's an interesting. Yeah, people got to gotta push, the, push the message out at all times. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I don't, it's not in a rude way, but I get it, though, because we see a lot of dumb shit on the time. Like, people talking about their DNA being unlocked on 21st. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. And that's the thing. Like, you hear more, you see more tweets about Jay-Z than Fred Hampton. You know what I'm saying? That's oh, kind yeah, of for sure. For sure. But I guess it's based on your timeline. So we don't have we have a lot of yeah. some 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 people only know that uh Fred Hampton died on Jay-Z's birthday because Jay-Z said it on a song. Yes, murder excellence. Great <laughs> song. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of shows like the priority of like, you know, black history, but there's it that also kind of falls on the school system. They don't teach you that stuff either. So I'm not gonna blame them. I feel that I, I respect that take. I respect that. <laughs> But, but yeah, Jay-Z's birthday came along. And again, I, I did a thread on like all the episodes we did on Jay-Z. Uh, you can look at it, search the hashtag KTSC. Uh, we're on, I usually do like the SoundCloud links because they have funny pictures, but we're also on Apple Podcasts. But um, again, we talk about Jay-Z all the time. I'm sure I missed some episodes, but um, I guess the question I saw going around the timeline was, I guess, pick your go-to Jay-Z album. Like what, what would yours be, uh, Marcus? Uh, go to okay. So, you, you, when you say go to, I'm thinking of like, all right, this is an album I'm gonna put on. I want to just run it all the way through. This isn't, this isn't his best album, and it's not gonna be my favorite album. But if there's an album where where someone's like, hey, throw some Jay Z on, I'm throwing on the Blueprint. <laughs> Mr. Savage, I'm, I'm sorry, his <laughs> little cough, his cough threw me off. <laughs> I'm throwing on the same thing, Blueprint one. Uh, again, see, this is the same thing with the whole Kanye West thing. Like, I'm a huge Jay Z fan, but like, I don't find myself listening to Jay Z that often. But the last Jay Z album that I did listen to, I think, was American Gangster. And outside of like the first two tracks, I would probably say that that right, unless if we're not counting Watch the Throne, I'd probably say American Gangster. Would be my that's your go to Jay Z album. I well, I okay, I listened to 444 the other day. That's your go to Jay Z album? No, it's not definitely not, but <laughs> I, I would say as a, a cohesive project, I'd probably say American Gangster. I well, I think I think I, I've said before, I think American Gangster is his best album, but that's not that's not my go to. Like, I'm not going to that album just in most situations. Like, I have to actively, like, hey. Oh. I need. I'm in the vibe and in the mood to hear something like that. You know, like if I'm just if I'm in the car, I'm not throwing on American Gangster. Okay. If I'm if I'm playing like Call of Duty, I'm not putting that on in the background. Like that's not that's not that's like the main thing you're doing is listening to that. And that mm-hmm. and that's it sounds bad saying that, but there's a lot more depth to that album than say Blueprint One. Shout out to the psychos that listen to music and play video games. I can't do that. I can't play Call of Duty and listen to music. I have to hear everything. Like, I need to hear people's footsteps. Shout out to he's still, he's having cool. that music. Sky, too, man. He's God, good at work, though. Like, 
But yeah, I can't. I got yeah, not not Warzone, but just just like uh, like if I'm watching football, like I don't watch football with the sound on that often, so I put on some music. Unfortunately, that's the only good thing about Madden is that you don't have to listen to it. Like I, that's a great game to listen to albums to. Like, yo, I'm gonna play a game on this album, but because Madden has been so terrible, uh, I have to do that. And all the games I want to get require you to pay attention to like the sounds and stuff like that. So. Hopefully when Sony and Xbox get their shit together and I don't have to sell my kidney to get an Xbox or a PlayStation, then I will know that feeling. But right now, um, <clears throat> I'm not paying. I think StockX had an Xbox Series X last I checked for seven eighty four. Get the fuck out of here. Retail was maybe four or five hundred. Like I'm I'm good on that. Uh, I got time for that. But there are people out here. There's a lot of links. Uh, shout out to this one sneaker Twitter. This one sneaker Twitter posts links for Xboxes. I'm mad confused, but I think because it's like the whole bot world, like I think that's kind of, you know, moved into the, the the realm of sneaker people is that bots buy everything now. So, um, yeah, I'm not super pressed. I, I get a I get an Xbox when Halo comes out, and uh, if they're not widely available at that time, then I, I might have to make a decision to, to do some some uh, ignoble things with my my money and pay a scammer to get. A, Xbox, so it is what it is. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm holding out a little bit. Like I said, if I can't do uh, striking vipers on my new system, I'm, I don't think I'm getting it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I it ain't worth it. <laughs> These graphics are just fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been told that Madden's a lot more smoother on the PS5. I'm just like, nah, I need, I need y'all to do, do like the Atlanta Falcons, burn the whole organization down revamp the entire system just completely change the game before i i think i'm legitimately done with Madden. like i don't think i'm gonna no you're not if you were done with Madden, you'd have been done so, with Madden six years so ago. That's, that's 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 part of the reason why i'm getting the xbox so I'm, I'm gonna move to be one of those people that plays one game and that one game i'm gonna play is halo because halo was really fun if you master it at that high level of first person shooters and the and the multiplayer shit and the campaign is actually pretty cool so I think I just be like that guy. It's like, yo, all he plays is Halo. Yep, I'm gonna crack your head too. So, like, that's that's kind of my my ambition moving forward is to be the the Halo guy, and that's all I want to play. So, cause Madden be on that that stupid shit. So, but uh, let's see. Speaking of birthdays, it was James Harden's birthday, and the only reason I mentioned this is because like, uh, no, nah, it wasn't James Harden's birthday. It was the baby. The baby's no, not the ba- damn, little baby. Damn, little baby, little baby. Nah, yeah, it was a little baby. It was a little baby. Yeah, yeah, it was his birthday, and like James Harden gifted him like a hundred k, a new watch, and the part that caught my eye was the honey buns. I was I didn't like, see that part. yeah, man, yeah, I they like, were on the floor. He was like sitting by. Why? <laughs> I don't. I'm like, I don't know. I maybe like no matter how rich you get, you have to stay to your roots, but like, I'm not eating no honey buns if I'm rich, dog. Like, that's not gonna happen. Like, cash I know when I was in college, I had the honey bun with Sprite every day. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Honey buns are wild overrated. They're not that good. So, no, like, not. you couldn't pay me to eat a honey bun. Like, that's right that snack. Nah, man, that, that's trash. But yeah, man, that shit was kind of funny. It's like, yeah, you get this. And, and like, why are you gifting other men money? Like, that's just kind of like, that's just weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm gonna give you, and then on camera, you look like an Instagram honey. Like, 
I was about to say, if, if I'm, if I'm James Harden, potentially putting my life in danger by giving me a hundred thousand dollars in cash, in cash. Like on tape, probably streaming yeah. the five. Like, give me a pistol. Like, that's what yeah. I want. If you give me that, put a pistol with that stuff too. If I'm, if I'm someone like James Harden or Lil Baby, and I'm invited to another celebrity's birthday party, the gift I'm giving you, you will not be able to view on camera. It'll be in your hotel room waiting for you. Both of them. I respect that. I respect Respectively. That. Respectively. Respectively. Yes. Respectively. Respectfully. Um, let's see. Apparently Tom Brady's out here scamming. Uh Man, fuck Tom Brady, dog. Mega Tom Brady. Yo, fuck that Tom man Brady. got him a PPP loan. He's worth nah. like five million dollars. Nah, man. That child's that child's Hall of Famer, though. That it there's you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say it. That man's not a first battle hall of famer. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. There's okay. no reason that man should be a first okay. battle hall of famer. That's, you say that. And shout out to Mr. Alexis. He was talking about his man's Eli Manning is a first Get the No. I added you with that. I don't see what you I did. I, t- I said I was like, really? I was like, he didn't respond. He, I mean, I didn't expect him to respond because he gets a lot of notifications. So I get it. But no, first on Tom Brady, for the first like three Super Bowls, that man was just a system quarterback. He had one elite year when he had Randy Moss. I would give a lot of the credit to Bill Belichick. But the things that kept Terrell Owens from being a first battle Hall of Famer, the off the field stuff, the locker room stuff. Tom Brady has those same things. You know how many games Terrell Owens missed for being suspended by the NFL? Zero. Tom Brady missed six games because he was suspended by the NFL. Tom Brady has has on multiple occasions not shaken the hand of the quarterback that beat him in a game. He does it multiple times. He is seen on the sidelines screaming at his teammates and putting them on blast in front of the media. This man is not a good team player, and he should not be in the in the Hall of Fame. It's not it's not about stats because Terrell Owens had the stats to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. It was the off field stuff. So if we're going by that logic, Tom Brady should not be in the Hall of Fame on the first ballot because of the off field stuff. He's a terrible person, and he's a cheater. And he's, and he's washed, too. And Eli Manning is not a Hall of Famer. He is not. There's no reason for him to be a Hall of Famer. Two Super Bowl MVPs and your last name is Manning? Cool. No All-Pros. No Pro Bowls. You led the league in interceptions like five times. You're not that good of a quarterback. You only made the playoffs three times in like 17 years. Yeah, no. I, think, I think every season he wasn't in the playoffs. They had like a losing record or something. Like, There's some wild stat. Like his, his, not, his stats are not It that doesn't good. make any sense. It's like... There's got to there's, and, and we we can't go backwards. You know what I'm saying? Like if people are in the Hall of Fame, we can't retroactively go back and we can't go back and throw Troy Aikman out of the Hall of Fame, all the Hall of Fame, because he's not a Hall of Famer either. We can't take Joe Namath and throw him out of the Hall of Fame because he's not a Hall of Famer either. We have to. Things have got to change. Like Calvin Johnson, he's probably not going to get in the Hall of Fame, even though he's a Hall of Fame talent. He's he has Hall of Fame talent. When you see his high end, his best season, he's probably top three receiver at his best. But you got it career wise, not great because he didn't play that long and he never he made it to the playoffs like zero times. So that stuff hurts him. But like Eli Manning's going to get in because he has two Super Bowl MVPs, but everything else he did was irrelevant and not good. Like, yeah, it's got to be there. It's got to be. We got to. It's got to be revamped or something because this is ridiculous. Yeah. So I guess we'll wrap up soon because Dolphins is about to die. 
But I'm, I'm <laughs> representing. We got our last takes off. I got my my uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure shirt, the goat, Jotaro Kujo, Star Platinum, the goat. I finished part six of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It was definitely an interesting story arc. The the artist has a weird thing with time. I, I'll say that like stories three through six all evolve time. So, but anywho, yeah, it's it's the goat solely because like the ending theme music for part five is Jodeci freaking for no reason. Like it was the most confusing thing I'd ever seen in my life, but it, it works. But anywho, did you uh, did you did you read Chainsaw Man? I tried, and uh, it's it. The last I, I think it, next week. I uh, think it would be good if it was a TV show. It's cut. Yes, it's gonna be an anime soon. I think. I think Probably I would a year or two. I think I would watch. I would watch that that TV show. Actually, I remember it was maybe like three years ago. I watched uh, Attack on Titan, and for oh, some yeah, reason, yeah. I stopped. For some reason, I stopped watching that show, and it was actually so, really good. So I might we, get back into the, it. The the first episode of the last season came out today. Is this, is it all on Netflix? I don't know if it's on Netflix, but I can give you my login to one of my various anime streaming sites. So yeah, I, 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 I watched yeah, I yesterday. So yeah, but, uh, what I saw today, Attack on Titan is like I like it, but some people are like it's the greatest anime of all time. To me, it's kind of confusing. Like the storyline is really like if you keep watching it, you'll see what I'm saying. See what I'm saying? It's like the storyline. It it does a weird. It, I don't want to spoil it, but on the one streaming site I have, I'm gonna go back and watch. Apparently, they have like a. Uh, like a re-edited version of the show where they edit three seasons into a two-hour series, like a two-hour movie type deal. So you can pretty much get the whole story in two hours instead of watching like 60 episodes. So I'm going to do that as like a recap before I start the the last step, the last season. I read some of the manga, but it's it's super confusing. So I need to re-watch it. I probably need to watch it in English, to be honest, because I'd be, I'd be hella lost on what's going on with that shit. But yeah. Definitely, if you have a read Chainsaw Man, that shit is lit. It'll be uh, going. I'll watch. I'll, I'll actually watch that show. I'll, I'll give that a watch. Yeah, I mean, I guess you don't have to worry about spoilers. You don't follow a lot of anime people, but that's pretty much why well, I, I, I do. Oh well, yeah. I had to read it because people were like spoiling. I'm like, yeah, this one. Yeah, this one is this. That's that's gonna be in one of my tops, I guess. So, but yeah, I got a bunch of shit to finish. Uh, yeah, I just don't know how people watch that many animes at one time, though. Seems like a lot. This dude, Doug, this dude, Trezzy, pretty whatever. The the fucking anime gatekeeper on my timeline. Like, I <laughs> literally tweet anything. He he does not like to see me happy at all. Like, I'd be like, yo. So this this week, uh, My Hero Academia had a pretty cool chapter, and I was like, yo, they brought back the goat. He's like, oh, he's not the goat. Yada 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 yada. Oh, this is what I'm like. Can I can I be happy? Can I be no. happy that one of my favorite characters showed back up? Can I be happy? And then somebody yeah, was like, "Oh, they need to make Chainsaw Man anime." I was like, I tweeted the SpongeBob uh, meme talking about I need it. Here he comes. Oh, they already announced that last week. I'm like, bro, I know. Can I be happy? Can okay, I be that's happy? annoying. That's annoying, man. You no. <laughs> There's this one fucking garbage ass anime, you hockey show. Literally, anytime I tweet about that, this man shows up like Batman on my mentions, but like clockwork. Like <laughs> notifications on you, you hockey show is the greatest anime. Oh, you don't think this is good? LOL, LMOAL. <laughs> <laughs> Let me let me mention Naruto being good in any shape, form, or fashion. He swoops in like the Batman. Oh, Naruto's trash. The storyline's garbage. The character. I'm like, bro, doc, let me be happy. 
can I not can I not enjoy things? Please. That man, is, that man on your neck. Every time, dog. But you know what? Low key, I kind of know how. I guess that's how how people feel when I get on them about their horrible Falcons takes. So I take it with a grain of salt. But he's also hey. he's also muted as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, he's not on me though. But he be spoiling too much stuff. Like he, he, I don't know. He watches like literally. He reads every manga chapter. Watches every. I'm like, how? And plays every video game. Like, bro, how do you? How do you do this? I don't understand. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how he does it. But shout out to him. Shout out to him. That's wild. Yeah. And also, I, I speaking of the Falcons, I would like Gift to start giving me credit for her take. As far as saying that Arthur Blank is asleep at the wheel, because I said that two years ago, that that man has not been paying attention to the team, and now she's going around saying like, "Oh, Arthur Blank doesn't pay attention to what's going on. He doesn't. He he's the reason for all this going on." And when I said it, it was a problem. Now people are like, now people are starting to come around to see like, "Oh, Arthur Blank isn't paying attention. There's a reason why we're incompetent in certain areas." And you know, when you when when. When you say burn it down, you got to start at the top. I'm not saying you're not saying you're fire Arthur Blank, but you need to put some blame and turn the heat up on him as well. It's not just Dirt Cotter and uh, DQ. Definitely, it is definitely Dirt Cotter. But who's who put him in that position? You're you're right. But I mean Raheem Morris, the interim head coach. You can fire this man. Like nothing is stopping you. Please, you can't. Fire you, can't you can't. You can't fire. You, like you can't fire everybody now because you need somebody to coach. And in all honesty, in all honesty, I'd have just kept Dan Quinn for the rest of the year and just fired him at the end of the year because you're not gonna, they're not gonna keep Raheem Morris. Nah, all he's doing is just showing off. The national media was trying to push that narrative, and the fans were eating it up like, "Oh, the Falcons are four and two under under Raheem Morris. Look at the defense; it looks so much better to come out and lay an egg against the fucking an H back playing quarterback." You know, two times, two times in three weeks, we lost to a guy. That has never started a professional game up until the first time he started one against us three weeks ago. And he's been throwing touchdowns on us. So, like, no, man. And there's already rumblings that this might not be a good destination because apparently Rich McKay is still going to be hanging around. So you're already scaring off potential suitors because you want to keep people that have been associated with this team for the last better part of a decade, over a decade. Get Rich McKay out of here. Everybody needs to go to Waterboy and do the makes the protein shakes, do the makes the snacks after the game, the dude that makes the, 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 the ties, the shoes, the massage people. Like literally make a what a class door or some sort of advertisement and like we need to hire a new regime for everybody. Everybody needs to go. And that's all I gotta say about the Falcons, because they're absurd and they piss me off. But anywho. This is a KTSC Av. Uh, y'all got any shout outs before I do my uh, obligatory shout outs to our uh, listeners? Uh, uh, I feel like I did. Uh, I can't really remember it, but uh, just a uh, shout out to everybody that's listening that supports. Um, yeah, that's it. I don't know why I'm drawing blank right now, but uh, wear your mask, do all that stuff. All right, so we got I Stole the Run at Chris Cuddy, check Ampro. Underscore ZVFF, yes, another podcast. Ratio to Padre 0920, The Dark is Not 42, Just CJ Duncan 7, Living the Sense, Self Control Podcast. I got a Grammy, Chan Lee, and Dot My Name on You. And the usual shout out to Mr. Lexi as far as support the podcast. KJ Dallas Kid Tribbles, Lethal Saint, Jalen, Josh, all the homies out there. Appreciate y'all's support. Drop a view on Apple Podcasts. 
Mr. Savage, before you uh, fall out, any shout outs? Actually, no. No, 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 no,